Inch by Inch, Row by Row, friends. Welcome to another exciting episode of Growing a Kenai. Uh, we're happy to have you here with us on this wonderful Saturday morning on the central Kenai Peninsula. It doesn't matter what the weather is. We, we love it here. Rain, snow, sleet. 50 below, 40 below. We but, love but it. Hold on. Not in one day. Right? Oh, not in one day. Okay, that's good. And that voice you hear, folks, is my friend David Regal is here with me today. And you folks remember David is a retired landscape architect. And we're going to sit here and we're going to banner back and forth and give each other trouble and uh, see if we can't give you some good ideas uh, on the on the uh, growing a greener Kenai. Well, it's 15 degrees outside right now. And one of the things that some of you folks do and don't know, but David, did you realize that today is the fifth anniversary of the 7.1 earthquake we had? No. Yeah. Well, listen, the important thing there is it's just the fifth anniversary. The right? fifth anniversary. I know that, like, we can all remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you can remember what fell off the shelf. Yeah. And, uh, we were, uh, Marty was up, I was in bed still, and all our friends up in the Eagle River area, uh, all the husbands were still in bed and the wives were up. My friend Jeannie was in a car wash with her car and she was about ready to jump out of the car. <laughs> My niece Mallory uh, was at home with her twin girls and son and all the guys were sound asleep, the girls were up missed it B busy they, they missed it they 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 were busy doing all sorts of stuff sure. so anyway that was five years ago today <clears throat> so uh one of the things i want to remind our listeners about is this coming uh december 16th at one o'clock in the afternoon at kenai peninsula college is the next central peninsula garden club program meeting and we've got darren from uh, Trinity Greenhouse and oh and I can't I can't think of uh, his uh, uh, employee's name that's going to come on but they're going to talk a little bit about outdoor plant care and indoor house plant plant care but that's one o'clock building 156 and the entrance is the one right by the big uh, Moose? scrap metal moose sculptures the, the, yeah the big two mooses yeah the big two moose you go in there and uh and the last one, the uh, Saskia uh, from uh, Esslinger from Homer did a wonderful presentation on permaculture and uh, well attended. We had about 60 people there and uh, we're looking forward to the next one in uh, on the 16th, on, on the 16th, on the 16th at one o'clock. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, we, we we've hope. got a We've got a new sign that's uh, sitting out next to the door. So yeah. Yeah. So that. we'd we'd love to see everybody down there to come out and listen and. There will be some snacks, and uh, we just like to talk gardening and uh, learn learn a few new things, you know. So a, a convivial group. That's right. A that's really right. Fun group. That's right. And uh, there's uh, there's some changes coming on uh, with the garden club from the standpoint of uh, we don't really have a, re a real good website, do we, David? Well, it's, we've got what has been. Yeah, yeah, it's, working it's been website. working, but it's really a little cumbersome. And David uh, and some of our other members, they're working on getting a, a new website set up to make things a little bit easier we've for actually, everybody. Yeah, we've actually got more than one guy that you can we've you know roped in for this job. We actually have a, a five person committee, a committee now, now yeah. to help to well, help do some of these things. A lot of knowledge contained in that committee, right? To to 
get a few more things get a few more things done but one of the things too that the club changed folks is and and you members know this already you should is our membership year used to run from september 1st to august 31st well now we to make things simpler we do the membership year is now uh, january 1st till december 31st so uh upcoming here uh, in just a month is the new membership year starts and one of the changes we made is you know some of you folks know that uh, i'm going to get some help on this but i've been doing the newsletter for a mm-hmm, number of years mm-hmm. and the board decided that the newsletter is only going to go out to folks who have a paid up membership now that doesn't mean you'll never get the newsletter but it's not going to be current it's you know the board and they haven't decided yet it might actually wind up being uh, coming out uh, in three months, six months, who knows? Right. Haven't right. decided we're, yet. But we're the, figuring that much but, out. But the point is, you know, the newsletter goes out on the first day of the month. And on for the January newsletter, January, well, that's a double, the January, February newsletter. Uh, it's only going to go out to the paid up members. So membership is really pretty reasonable. It's $20 single, $30 for a family. And what that gets you, it gets you the newsletter. It gets you... Uh, on the priority list for workshops it gets you on the priority list for going on garden tours and all summer long all all summer long mm-hmm. right and then it also we've got about six vendors right now where with your membership card you can get a 10 percent discount at certain vendors like cadre and keen eye feed mm-hmm. uh uh can't think of it. Yeah, Ray, uh, uh, Rust, Rusty, Rusty you, Raven. You, yep. you know, there's you, there's you get, uh, you get a card to carry in your wallet. Right. You and, get a card, and if you show that, you get a Tim, uh, uh, Panama Reds. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some places where you can get some discounts, and uh, it's uh, you know that's not bad for twenty or thirty bucks a year. We're going to start talking about uh, what you should do for a gardener in your life if uh, for Christmas. And exactly, one of the things I wrote down was various memberships. How many different things could you get for somebody who who can't pull that twenty dollars out of his own pocket? Right, right, and that's. Uh, that's that's one of those great gifts for folks you know if you if you've got a, a gardener in your life uh, give them a membership to yep. the garden club for christmas and tell them to show up because yeah the, the 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 food is good yeah the people we bring snacks uh, some of our <laughs> folks cook some great stuff but but that's one of the things we're going to talk about today we are going to talk about gardening gifts for the gardener in your life and you folks remember i did this last year and uh and and david came along with me this time so so uh, i can make a recommendation and he can go he can go what that's the stupidest thing i ever heard i wouldn't give anybody that for christmas i go oh yeah well what what or or i got one of those and i never took it off the shelf that's right (laughs) yeah so yeah we can we can do that that's the stupidest thing i ever heard and i can we can all do oh yeah yeah (laughs) so that's why i brought david along so he can we can both tell each other we're full of bull. Yeah, well, <laughs> everybody already knows that. Yeah, that's right. We don't we don't have to stretch it too far for everybody to know that, do we, David? No. But you know, one of the one of the first things I want to bring up that uh, for me I think is a, a pretty good gift, uh, and and this is also one of those things that that uh, will will make you a, save you a little bit of money. And one of those things is, I didn't realize this, uh, Marty told me, my wife told me about this, you know that there is a website for Carhartt clothing that, okay. that's reworked. 
Oh, oh, into something else. No, no. I mean, I mean, not into something else, but like with the logos on it, or what? no, no. It's just, it's like older <laughs> Carhartt stuff, or something that maybe somebody returned, okay, or whatever, and they put new rivets on. But, but for instance, for for ladies, uh, they've got here. It's called the Relax Fit Wash Duck Insulated Bib Overall. New, they're one hundred and twenty dollars. On the rework site, they're $67. Uh, these are the ones that have already been worn for 10 years? Uh, no, no, they're not They're not that bad. But <laughs> but they are... That's worth looking at. Though. Oh, you're not kidding. But yeah, it's uh, the the website is just reworked.carhart.com. Hey, what a great idea. You can show yeah. up at one of our club meetings and not look like a novice. Well, the you know, the thing is... You, is, you can have stuff that's already worn out. That, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's right, because, you know, it's like going fishing. I, right. I used to go fishing with a guy who, man, he looked like he stepped right out of the Cabela's catalog. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he did no more know how to fish no. than the man in the moon. That's right. You know? That's right. The, so, the rod um, doesn't do the work. Yeah. You mm. know? Uh, so mm. anyway, uh, yeah, they have reworked items. Uh, and uh, they, make a, they make, if you have a bad product or something, that something goes wrong, they'll make it right. But yeah, it's it's all reworked. That's very clever. Yeah, it's really it's really pretty cool, you know. And a, a you know like a, a lady's uh, a lady's Sherpa line jacket, uh, <laughs> brand new is hundred and thirty bucks. Well, resale it's eighty two dollars. Terrific. You know, so yeah, they got but they got all these clothes, uh, and some of them would be great for gardening. Yep. You know, so yeah, check out uh, typical re- stuff for yeah reworked.carhart.com yeah. for uh, reworked. Uh, uh, Carhartt clothing, and I'd like to check some for me, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure they make. Oh, ooh, yeah, look at that. There's a big and tall section, so uh, you might fit. I might fit. Yeah, same way. Uh, bib overalls for me are sixty-seven bucks. You know, that's that is one heck of a deal. So. Okay, now you've done your Christmas shopping. That's right. I got my Christmas. I shopping hope Marty. Here. I hope Marty's listening. Right, and then David, you know, one of the things, and I think you <laughs> saw it when you were at our house, mm. the. Uh, if you go online, folks, and, and just do a search, I talked about it last show, and I was going to talk about it this time. Our niece sent us a candle that smells like a tomato. <laughs> and it, uh, A green tomato? It smells, a ripe tomato? It smells like a what? tomato growing. It An old tomato? Like, <laughs> it smells like a tomato on the plant. And I'm that's telling cool. you what, it is amazing. Yeah, that they can do that. And you can get, uh, yeah, just uh, just do a search for tomato candle. Okay. And that thing, you will find that, and you can get a tomato that smells like blueberries, a tomato that smells like grass growing. Hmm. Uh I think that they're they're a tad expensive, but I think that uh, that might be a pretty cool gift. Well, uh, I, I I didn't come up with such exotic ideas. I I don't know about you. Uh, you may have never run into this, but um, during my career, I I ended up knowing a whole bunch of nurserymen um, professionally, and I never found one that didn't have on his pocket or on his belt rather uh, his Felco pruner. Um, most everybody's probably run into them, uh, but that would be the best Christmas present I could think of. It is a life; it it, it lasts you a lifetime. Uh, it's made in Switzerland, which is interesting in itself. There are some other good pruners out there coming from Japan and such, but but uh, the Felco was the constant standard in the in the industry. 
And uh, that and a holster for it would be the best Christmas present I could think of. If you didn't, uh, I mean, this was, again, we weren't growing tomatoes. Uh, when you're growing uh, ornamental plants, you're pruning them constantly. Um, you're training things, right? And uh, uh, a pruner was, a, was, was the tool you had to have in your hand. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I've told folks before, too, David, I, I, you know, I watch a couple of gardeners in, the, in Great Britain, mm-hmm. and they always, yeah. always have their, their pruners on their hip. Uh, that's why they, a holster, you've got to have the you leather. Bet. Yeah, yep, you've got to have it right there. Because you never know when you're going to run into something that needs your attention. Exactly, and I know the, the real, uh, the folks that really love to do it, and they keep them with them all the time, they might be walking in the city park and go, ooh, that thing needs pruning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. They might even. It gets, it gets a little habitual. <laughs> yeah, they might even be, they might even be pruning yeah, that, Yeah. you know. Well, anyway, that was, and if you were looking for them, another fun thing, it used to be a, a, it's still a paper catalog. You can order one of these. Of course, they're online, and they've gone uptown a little bit. They used to be the standard uh, place to get most any horticultural tool, and that's A.M. Leonard. Are you familiar with them? I'm not, David. Okay. A.M. Leonard, uh, again, back in the day when you had to order and have them shipped to you their catalog. Uh, was where you would get all of the professional-grade equipment. Uh, you know, uh, if, we were digging ditches, so you needed a really, really good, sharp shovel. Well, that's where you got your really, really good, sharp sho- uh, shovel, but also where you'd get your Felco pruners and anything else you can think of. I, I just checked their online store, and they're, again, they've, they've gone big, you know, big time, and they're probably a lot more consumer-oriented than they have in the been in the past, but amleo.com. Is, yeah, I brought them it, up just it, now, it's, David. It's worth looking at. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, uh, they're not cheap, but they're they're excellent. They're, they're so excellent that's, quality. That's a place to go shopping for your gardener. If you you know, uh, uh, the, we like crazy things. Like, man, that is a fantastic shovel. Where did you get that? Rather than you know just the the one that might come from oh yeah I I hadn't heard of them David I got yeah. their website up yeah. they've got they've well, got some wonderful things and and some stuff you would never have a use sure, for sure sure um, we I always had a hand pruner which is what you typically use uh, the in the business now they're hydraulic for heaven's sakes I mean if you're doing a lot of pruning on a in a nursery uh, you're not doing it by hand anymore but um, yeah that's something to look into. What uh, and uh, the, uh, if you're looking for weird stuff to have for a gardener, not weird, okay, standards things. I've never found one that didn't have a pocket knife in his pocket. Right. Um, and it's not just for those pruning exercises you have in the public park that you might be after, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but rather just a constant companion. Um, I, I, I remember we're not dealing with budding knives or anything super sharp, but a, just a good old pocket knife. I can't think of anything that, that if, if they don't have one, they need one. And that would be a good Christmas present. And, you know, I got uh, actually for my birthday, a friend in Missouri mm-hmm. recently sent me a fairly unique gift, I thought. It, and the, ni- the title of it is Only Suki. O N L Y S U K I, and it's a potting mat oh. to work in, like on your kitchen table. And you right. don't you don't want to get soil all over the place. They got different sizes, but the corners of this thing it's a it's a waterproof thing, and 
the corners of it on each oh, corner right. there's a there's a snap and you snap them together and it brings the corners up and then it, it actually makes it enclosed. Sure. It makes a, a pan out of it. It makes a pan out of it. And then it folds back up. And I'll tell you what, they're, it's pretty cool. But you can get them on Amazon. But yeah, it's an only Suki, O-N-L-Y-S-U-K-I, repotting mat. That's cool. And it's a, I, I'd never seen them before. Uh, and I said, I got it as a gift. I thought this, I think this might that, be a. That's for the gardener who, who lives with somebody who doesn't garden. Otherwise, maybe so. Otherwise, they'd be repotting everywhere that's right (laughs) what's wrong with the kitchen table (laughs) that's right that's right you know but but it's something to use uh, mess with your plants how to be a secret gardener yeah in the in the (laughs) which is uh that's a movie everybody watched too the secret garden yeah 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 that's a good one so yeah that that uh, only suki extra large they got different sizes but yeah it's a really very very cool and uh and uh, and you know one of the one of the things too, uh, you know that we want to do our best to do first whenever we're shopping for things, is you know, like you said, A M Leonard they've gone big time, and to compete, these a lot of things are are purchased online. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we really want to try our best to do is to buy local if you can. I bet you you could order some of these things from the local source. Oh, I bet. And uh and and help, you know, give them that business. Right, right. It, they're we, not unusual. I uh, I haven't shopped for them, but I but I bet you you could find them. Right, you like, know, <clears throat> like you can find you can find pruners here in town. Sure. A watering can. There's a lot of things you can get yeah, here local. That you we sh- uh, should get out your garden club membership card right and use those retailers absolutely that we have locally. absolutely and uh, speaking of that and then the, when they don't have it you can go on am leonard and get that's right <laughs> get when they it. don't have well you know the neat thing about a site like am leonard or something <laughs> is it lets you look and see what you might like and then say well let me see if i can get that local sure first sure of course and um yeah exactly again when i started uh uh, doing any shopping there it was when you couldn't get anything other than you know the cheapest or the worst and, right and this was the professional level um the other thing i had in my list of uh, i always keep a pair of gloves in my truck uh, you never and and i they're cheap typically cheap throughout gloves but they're cowhide um there are some you i can't think of how to garden without a pair of gloves Oh, exactly, exactly. Now, and, and now how, that how is how fancy you can get. You can get a fancy pair, but get ones that come from a source that's for real, not you know, not fake. Right, and and you know, gloves is definitely something you can get local. Right, uh, and and you know, there again, you know, the the economics, uh, local economics. It's a it's a double edged sword, you know. The big box stores give our local people jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, so are you going to go to the big box store to get a pair of gloves? Are you going to maybe go to one of our local stores like Trustworthy Hardware to get your gloves? And and the difference in price is incidental. It's typically nothing but what you might have paid to go across town in gas. You know, right, you know, or, or you, pick up your gloves at Kenai Feet or Cadre right, or something like right, that. That's right. And, and they may have a really, really good brand that you can't get right. at the big box. And, and that's what I always do first. I look to see, can I get it from one of these local folks before I go somewhere else? I always, I never treat myself to the expensive ones, but I would love to get some for Christmas. You know, that pair that you wouldn't buy yourself, 
Did you? You know, you know the, oh, geez, those are look really supple and wonderful. And Leah, are you really, out there listening? No, Did I'm, you hear that, no, Leah? No, no, no. Are you listening, Leah? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm uh, Leah's his daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My point. My point being, Christmas is a good time to sort of upgrade. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, or uh, or maybe Caitlin and Bella are listening. Mm, they know? don't need no. no. Grandpa needs I'm a pair of gloves. I'm not, look, I'm not looking. <laughs> I'll tell you what, David. My my wife and I have got. We have gloves for the century. Mm-hmm. We've got more gloves. Because you always forget that you bought one? Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and I just it's just neat having a pair of gloves laying around everywhere, you right, know, in right, the greenhouse, right. in the garage, in the car. They're everywhere. Heavy gloves, work gloves. So, okay. so yeah, that's a good idea, David, some gloves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the things, too, uh, to relate to gloves, uh, you know, working in the garden sometimes uh, your hands get really dry and cracked. Mm-hmm. One of the things my wife really likes for her hands is called O'Keefe's working hands. Oh yeah, you know O apostrophe K E E F E S working hands, and it's like anything. You know, you can get some bag bomb or you know what that is—the bag bomb for cattle sure, that works sure. well for your hands. Sure, there's a bunch of them, but but uh, Marty really likes that O'Keefe's working hands. And you know, one of the other things she likes is. I, if I remember correct, it's it's a it's a goat milk hand lotion. Ah, and it's uh, she loves that one. You can go look for that. Yeah, huh? you can get that at Cadre. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a Cadre. Mm. And and you know, David, that's one, for milk and goats. Could be, I guess. <laughs> Keep the keep keep the key a little softer for on the goat, and uh, might what, make it more comfortable it's, it's for mama goat. For the goat. But it, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be bag bomb. <laughs> that'd be the bag bomb for saying. the for the goat. Exactly. So anyway, though, yeah, uh, the the something like that. But you know, we're getting to the time of year, David. Here coming up in January, especially when uh, all the seed catalogs are going to start arriving in the mail. So one of the things that I think that. And, and, you know, what's really neat is uh, it, it's not like you've got a big box present to open up, but a lot of these places now, you can get a gift card to your favorite seed supply company, mm-hmm. and it'll be an electronic card mm. where you go in and it just sets up your account at this particular seed company, and however much and, you have, 50, you however much... And then you use that to order your seeds. What do you think? How how much... How, uh... When I think of a large seed catalog, it keeps me thinking about the fantasy football business. That uh, I mean, there's so much fantasy in that catalog. Oh, you're not kidding. That, but it doesn't mean it isn't fun. But man, oh man, um, I've often thought it was more important to learn who is gardening near you and then find them and ask them what's working rather than what might have worked one time in Yorkshire, England. You right. Know, uh, it, it's like... Um, local knowledge is really crucial. Oh, it's it's super crucial. But but that brings me to when you're looking at seed catalog, that brings me, and I've mentioned this before, folks, this one book called Gardening from Seed in Arctic and Subarctic Areas. Somebody did it already. By Reg Yappel Mm -hmm. with with University System. And you can go to bestcoolseeds.com and... Uh, they've got this. It's about $10, and this has got every plant that has been proven by these guys 
that will grow in Alaska. Wonderful. You know, I mean, what... And Everybody the, should have one of those. Right, and the, and the variety, you know. And with, then you can list, you can see whether or not that seed is for sale these days. Right. You know, and, not everything is being produced. Right, and Best Cool Seeds, they sell these seeds. Uh-huh. Oh, know. so they know. They also sell these. They know it's right. available. You know, like what, what type of Man, best... Man, that's excellent. You know, like they say here, the best winter squash to grow up here is a variety called Gold Nugget, and they tell you how to grow it, how to plant it, uh, how to grow your Swiss chard, spinach, summer Excellent. squash, but they but they tell you the varieties that grow the best. So, you're, you're, I, I, you're you're showing that to me right now, and it looks a little dog-eared. Oh yeah, I've had it. A, I've had it a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it's been very useful. That too, that it? it is. That it yeah. is. You know, and they've also uh, not just vegetables, but they do flowers. Oh, bachelor buttons. Calendula, well, Dwarf Fiesta Gatana. Well, if you can't get to Jackson's, you better have that book. Boy, that's for sure. That's <laughs> for sure. So they've got annuals, perennials, but this, I think this is, would be absolutely one of the best things to get a novice gardener, that's especially. Novice? Hardly. Everybody should have one of yeah, those. Yeah, it's a, it's, a it's a great book. You might think you know a lot. Well, as, as we've always said, yeah. you know, like the old the old saying is, is uh, you can't be successful without failure. Yes, well, that, but also looking over your shoulder, looking over the other guy's shoulder, is useful. Right, right, <laughs> and and it's fun. It's fun to experiment with different seeds and different plants. But if you're especially new to, you know, it's like Bobby out at Jackson Garden, Bobby Jackson. She's got her tried and true of regulars, course, of and, course, and that's why she's so successful. And she'll even experiment and go, I, I quit doing that. Won't do that. I'm not yeah, doing that. Won't do anymore. that anymore. You know, well, that's a mark yeah. of a of a good gardener. That's right. You know, and uh, and Bobby, if you're listening out there, I swear to God, I'm going to get you on this show with me one of these days. It's so easy and fun, <laughs> and he'll buy you a coffee. That's right. I'll come and get you and bring you out here and take you home. You know, and I'll buy you and I'll buy you a drink, some kind of drink, maybe a a fancy water i'm not sure if bobby drinks coffee okay uh, but uh but anyway yeah uh, but but there's so many different things david you got anything else on your list you think well would be a gar- good one? how about garden books that's a pretty big topic oh you bet the problem i have with garden books is that often it will be a this is how you do it except it's not how you do it in my backyard uh you know it's how you, they did it in their backyard and uh, again, garden is is not universal in any sense of the word. Uh, you've got to know where you're at, what you've got, what you're dealing with in terms of microclimate. You've got to know the seeds, you know. Um, and so, my list of garden books, which I don't have a list of things I want, but they're going to be not how did I do it, but what could it possibly be? In other words, examples of great accomplishments. Right. Um, the history of gardens, the, you know, what, what, uh, what people have been doing in various fields of gardens and gardening, uh, but not how to. Uh, there may be guys out there with great how to's, but, and it may be interesting and uh, to sort of get you started at understanding the problems right but, but they're not going to be your answer right but like like you said uh it might be a uh, for instance there might be a great book with there's a there's a author out there he's uh, his name is greg lehulier and he's a wonderful tomato gardener mm-hmm. but he lives in the midwest yeah and i've read his book on growing tomatoes but it only relates to the Midwest. Which is fine as long as you live there. That's right. I mean, he's growing tomatoes in uh, hay bales. Mm-hmm. He's doing all this experimenting, but he's growing them outdoors. Uh, that and, and like I said, it's a really interesting book, but it 
doesn't serve us much purpose. I have here. a great catalog from a nursery in the UK, which I would you know it is a wonderful catalog of various options that you might have that are not not going to work at all where we're at at the moment, uh, and yet it speaks to the whole business, the 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 breadth of it across the you know various countries in the world. Right. Uh, so it's a huge topic, and we need to appreciate the breadth of it and then focus down on exactly like your your list of seeds you know what will work here right and and uh, to relay kind of more into the book subject like you were just mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. is a nice gardening journal would be mm-hmm. a wonderful gift for someone memberships was on my list right not just a membership in the uh you know central peninsula garden club which is essential. as much as we'd love you, to you see you really, yeah well i'm sorry but you just your garden's not going to do a darn thing until you get to be a member of that group that's right that's that's the, right it, in fact it won't even grow i wouldn't even plan a garden until bother. you join the don't garden club don't, don't uh, it's bother. a hopeless cause folks uh, the, but but <laughs> the uh, american horticultural society the ahs uh, 35 bucks a year, uh, get you a magazine, get you all sorts of options in terms of uh, a- um, uh, c- access to other gardens where they might be, you know, having a a, a, um, a fee for entry. Sure. Comes with it. Um, so that's, yeah, that's worth doing. The, uh, one of the things, uh, too, for not as much up here, but, you know, a good gardening hat. Those, he, uh, yeah. Uh, last year we needed a good gardening head umbrella I have instead a, of a regular hat. <laughs> I have ball caps, or we got a collection of ball caps, yeah. don't we? Um, but good, uh, some good aprons with pockets in them to keep your tools yeah. or your your little notebook. Yeah. And and another good notebook is we used to, we used to use, and I know you used them, David, in your job, and I used them in my job. But there's a brand of book out there. It's called Right in the Rain. Oh, sure. And those things are made. I mean, it can be pouring down rain on your book, and you can write in it. That's and, an interesting, uh, uh, when it comes to gardening, again, it didn't come to me in my business as much as those who were actually in production. But a, uh, a calendar or a diary, a daily diary, just to note what happened today. Uh, was it raining? Was it not raining? Uh, right. You know how? What was the sun? Uh, how? What was the temperature? Keeping a, your own record of what was happening in your yard uh, is at very, that particular is, is time very useful. Right. Because and when you look back over it now, you know. Oh, what's a year amount to? When, right. When did it freeze? And when you look at it right in the rain book, you know how a lot of times. I mean, I'll make a note of something when I'm out in my garden, mm-hmm. and then I forget to write it down because I didn't do it right then. Well, that right in the rain book, it's with you. It's with you, and you make that quick note. Yep. And you're and you're good to go, and you don't forget to do it, or you and don't it's forget just to what yourself. It, was. it doesn't have to be fancy. No, no, just it, a quick it, little note. It has note. to be there. If it's not there. It doesn't matter how fancy it is. Right. And and one of the things folks might like, too, that, that all gardeners, that everybody pretty much needs, and this is a almost get it anywhere, but all the hand tools, you know, like a spade fork, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a shovel, a hoe, a rake, you know, I I, I think those are wonderful, we're wonderful talking gifts. About, but we're talking about Christmas gifts, right? So you need... Uh, well, they got to sit for a while before you get to use them. <sighs> that, but also... <laughs> no, I'm talking about how fancy a fork can you get. I have seen yeah. some phenomenally cool-looking, and wished I had, 
uh, forks out there. Yeah, you get and, some of these things that are that are and, and, that are you, copper. But you can't. But you can't show it to anybody because it's so fancy. They That's laugh right. at you. They think, oh, you that yeah, guy's so, a snot. Really? I bet you got a. a yeah. Tool shed full of those. Uh, don't uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, all right. I, do, I do have a pocket knife. Yes. All right, folks. Well, we're going to do what we usually do. We're going to take a quick break for a second, let Dave and I stretch our legs. We'll be back in a couple minutes with uh, more Growing a Greener Keen Eye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a minute. Get well, right. folks, I hope you hope you enjoyed that one. That was uh, Simon and Garfunkel from their Sounds of Silence album, April Come She Will. And uh, don't be discouraged, folks, because April will be here again before we know it. Yeah, we know it's April because there's only one inch of snow. That's right. <laughs> but but we could but we could still get a foot. You know, we uh, years ago years ago in uh, Eagle River, everybody had their studded tires off, and it snowed about a foot in yeah. May, like May tenth. Yep. yep. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we uh, we know what how that is. So. But any, anyway, you know, uh, and, and this, is kind of a, this is kind of a tough one for some folks, I think. But, you know, one of the things that, that I love to do for my garden, we like to feed the birds, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, I think uh, you know, that's that dual-edged sword. The birds can really wreak havoc in a garden. They're eating your berries. They're, you know, you look at, uh, you look at a lot of the, the far, uh, gardens out here and some of the commercial ones. They're putting bird net over, oh, sure. over a lot of things. Well, but, anybody who wants any berries needs a net. Right, right. You know, but uh, bird baths, bird baths, uh, accessories. Uh, uh, feeder for seed mm-hmm. you know this is one of the things that uh, and I think you mentioned this too David we've talked about this before is the only thing you need to feed the birds up here are sunflower seeds yeah no that's all there. that's all the they they don't uh, the type of birds we have up here they don't really like to eat that millet and milo and, and all that and stuff it, and it's bringing a seed a seed into the uh, into the state that shouldn't be here Right, but but sunflower seeds, yep. uh, those are always the first ones to go out of our field. And I right now, I I, I had a friend give me some uh, bags of regular bird seed where it's all Milo and millet, and with some sunflowers. And, and I and I mix some of that in. You know, if if I'm using ten scoops of sunflower seeds, I use one scoop of this other stuff. And it's left to, over to get rid. But it's always Ends left up over. Left over. Yeah, they don't need the, it. The um, I buy it from Sarah. Uh, 50, 50 pound bags right. Of, right. Of, of, of oily sunflower those black sunflower yep. seeds yeah and you know those things will actually grow <laughs> oh, sure. I've, I've had them sure. I've had them volunteer <laughs> and I've, I've propagated some of them you know mm-hmm. and uh, and grew them up for a while till till winter but they will they will definitely uh, grow uh, so yeah uh, you know uh, but uh, good gardening boots or clogs or something yeah. to get out there uh and, rubber, uh, rubber boots. Who would who would think that we'd need rubber boots in Alaska? They look like rubber boots to me, Jr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's some old timers that know what that's from. Uh, <laughs> I can't mention it on the air. No. Uh, <laughs> any further than that, you know. But but uh, you know. And and one of the things here for like I said. Now last summer it wasn't really a thing. There wasn't a last summer. There. That's right. We had. Uh, you know. It's like. Uh, it, it's like the old uh, Mark Twain quote. The coldest winter i ever spent was a summer in san francisco exactly. well that's how it was last year for us but but you know one of those sunscreen net gaiters if you're not wearing a, a wide brim mm-hmm, hat or mm-hmm, something something mm-hmm. to keep your neck warm and keep the sun off your neck sunburn the back of your the back of your yep. neck if you're out there working that's a 
that's a def- decent one. Oh, and a, and a, and this is one that I preach all the time, David. One of the most frustrating things being a gardener, especially a novice gardener, you'll get frustrated on is buy good hoes. Oh yeah, it is worth every penny. Uh, it, it might you know give you a little heart flutter initially whenever you're whenever you're getting it. But good hose, a good watering wand, mm-hmm. all that stuff is important for the garden. But it takes you, the friction out of things, right? You, you know, it works. It does. You don't have to think about what right. But uh, a cheap hose yeah. will frustrate you to know because mm-hmm. everybody's had that uh, hose where they've had three fifty-foot sections together. They turn the water on. They get to the very end, and nothing comes out. And they look, and all the way back. There's a kink. There's a kink. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, good hose won't do that. And and I'm, I've done it. We've all done it. You know. Let's see. Here's a fifty foot section hose for eight ninety nine. Here's a fifty foot section hose for fifty nine ninety five. Well, the fifty nine ninety five one. There's some things. That's out the there, good one. There's some things out there that are worth the difference in price. You bet they are. Um, you 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 can't you can't lose uh, on buying a Felco pruner. They'll be 20 bucks more than the cheapest one you can find, but uh, they'll last a lifetime, and they'll be easier to use. The, what's amazing out of a good tool, no matter what sort of tool, is that it actually works better, and it makes the job easier. Right. Who would have thought that you could make a job easier digging a ditch with a sharp shovel instead of a, you know, a dull? Right. Um, that's maintenance, but also there's, it's amazing what you can get out of a good tool. Yeah. yeah, and you know to go back to the uh, those neck gaiters keep the sun off you. You can also buy uh, arm sleeves. Mm-hmm. You know, not a long sleeve shirt. It's just those things you you put up your yeah. arm, yeah. and they'll protect you from the sun. And I was always thinking, boy, you could you could get some like that with like big skull and crossbones and knives on, and make make it look like you're a tough gardener. Well, you have to be tough to garden. <laughs> But, you got to be a but, tough to garden anyway, but, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but but I suppose there's all sorts of clubs you can join. <laughs> you know. so they might might think uh, uh, the, Marsha. They might think Marsha Kardetsky's is a biker is uh, a is a biker chick exactly. in the garden. Right. That's right. Are you listening, Marsha? I hope I hope you don't mind me mentioning that. <laughs> On the that. other side of that coin would be the Rodale Institute. You need to be into, uh, you know. Mother Earth News, Rodale. They've got a lot of books. Back when uh, anybody knew about uh, uh, garden information came from a mimeograph machine, um, they've been around a while, uh, long enough to prove their mettle. Now, it's it's a philosophical question in some cases, but uh, that's another place, along with the American Horticultural Society membership, you could go online to the Rodale Institute, and their online store is amazingly cool stuff. There's all sorts of Christmas gifts there, and 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 you know that's um, yeah that's uh, that's that's another place to go shopping for your gardener. And uh, you know one of the things I keep in my garden, David, and uh, we've mentioned this before too, is a good rain gauge. Mm-hmm. And you know whenever data, we're back to data. We're back you, to data. You need a right in the rain notebook. And you need a gauge to tell you what to write down. Right. I mean, now, now, last summer, it wasn't mm-hmm. so much of a deal, but on a dry summer, I've got my rain gauge in a position that, you know, the old adage of about mm-hmm. an inch of water mm-hmm. a week mm-hmm. when you're watering your garden, and even more often if it's really hot. And I've got my rain gauge set up where the water, my, my 
oscillating watering right, thing, right. it'll hit that, and it lets me know, you know. What you've gotten done. Yeah, okay, there's Have an, there's fit, a, there's an inch you, of water. Are you done? Yeah, there's exactly. an inch of water. And, and I bought a good one, and the official ones that the weather people use, they're like eight inches in diameter. Mm-hmm. And then they've got a tube down the center of them, and that's... It funnels the water in, and then it goes in that tube, and then raises and itself. It up raises on it. it up, and and what's really weird is it's it, it's a, almost a foot tall, right? But it only measures one inch of rain in that well, foot. Well, it's the collection unit. But yeah, then, yeah. but then, but then uh, that circle, that tube is up the center of it, right. and then it keeps filling. It overflows mm-hmm. and goes into the bottom, and then you pull that tube out. Okay, I got one inch of rain. You right. dump it out. Then you pour that water into that. You know, do it three and a half times. I got three and a half inches of rain. Gotcha. Well, those are really expensive. I mean, I'm talking on hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah. I got the one that's four inches in diameter and it was bad enough it's about forty dollars but it's i think it's was and it's really kind of cool too to to see it it's a it's a neat it's a you neat know, unit if we st- you start calculating the cost of gardening and comparing it to fishing we're cheap oh you know, that's true that it, that can be true you can spend a lot more trying to catch a fish which is like you eat it in a one evening right, right? And, a, and a lot of it too though is like uh, what what do you like to do it's a hobby i like well, you to can do, do this. both i'm not saying yeah. you shouldn't well do you know both. when I, when we lived but, uh, when we lived in anchorage and we drove all the way down to the <laughs> russian to catch three fish and go back <laughs> right. it, it would have been a lot less expensive just to go down to 10th and m or something and buy three of course, salmon of but course. that's not the but idea same thing yeah. with those tomatoes exactly yeah <laughs> don't talk about what how much a tomato costs in your garden that's exactly right uh eggs raising chickens i had a friend i uh, worked with uh, 20 plus years ago and his wife had a he she kept a heated chicken house and mm-hmm. you don't have to heat them up here but i asked him and i said so what's a what's a dozen eggs cost you when you do them what maybe 12 14 15 dollars he goes if i'm lucky yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> if i'm lucky so, so but it's the fun of doing it and when we're talking about fine equipment and in and knowledge and friends and collegiality amongst the gardeners there's a whole lot yeah a whole lot to yeah it. and and one of the things i bought that i think would be a wonderful gift i wish i'd have got it for a gift is one of those weed torches mm-hmm. that you hook up to a little propane tank and <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's just because of your particular nature. I that's think. right. That's, it's it's you, fun. Well, yeah, most yeah. people like to mess with fire, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. and, the, and the best time to use that actually. And they work. They work in the rain. I was going to say, I wouldn't I don't know if uh, the Forest Service wants you around with. The yeah, they, you got to be a little bit careful about it. But yeah, one of those weed torches mm-hmm. uh, and and one that would really now this would be a little bit more of an expensive gift. But. You know, one of the things Marty and I like to do is we like to just go sit in our greenhouse. Mm-hmm. We sit in there. Now, we can't do it on a day when it's 70 and sunny because it's too hot. But on a day, you know, like, like today, if it's 17 degrees out, mm-hmm. 20 degrees out, mm-hmm. and the sun's out, it might be a real nice 60 degrees, 65 degrees Sweater in the greenhouse. Sweater weather. Just, yeah. It, yeah, it's great to sit in the, yeah. in the greenhouse. Well, one of the things you can do, too, in nice weather is you can kick back in a hammock. Mm-hmm. You know, a hammock just taking a relaxation in your garden, in, in your, a hammock. In in the garden, but then take it into the high tunnel in, for the winter. And relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think that'd be... Now, you're, we're talking about a little bit more expensive gift, but, but still, I think that'd be kind of fun. 
having you, a good garden. You can spend a lot of money on silly things, and you will never consider your hammock a silly thing. Boy, that's for sure. That's right. But, but you know, another, another good thing, we were talking about hoses earlier, mm-hmm. is, you know, one of the things to be real careful about is people... They will drag their hose around, and then the next thing you know, they've drug the hose. If you're if you're a, a ground gardener, and yeah. they're they've drug it through part of their plants and damaged right. their plants. Right. Well, you can buy hose guides mm-hmm. that stick in the ground that will keep that hose from getting into your plants, and it will direct it around. It'll protect uh, the sides of your of your. Sounds like something that could go into a stocking. That's yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That's a good idea. It yeah. could, I mean, it could we've got that. we've got stocking stuffer level, you know, gifts, and then we've got you know really really nice uh, hallelujah gifts. Right. We're, we're talking about right, here. and then uh, kind of dependent on uh, there again uh, more some of the more expensive things, but a potting bench would be yeah. really nice, uh, and they, they, no, they no, doesn't I, have to be huge. Here you are talking about fancy things like that, and I've got a perfectly good kitchen counter. I don't know, understand the difference. Well, the, you've got the potting bits, but then you use, if you don't have all that or want to go that far, then you use your only Suki potting mat. That's right. That we talked about. That <laughs> Again. Keep, Again. <laughs> that keeps, uh, keeps all the soil. That's right. Uh, but, it keeps but that, all the soil uh, corralled. Now we can talk about life in the garden. How many things can you do during a gardening year, uh, even in the winter, if you've got the greenhouse, you know, uh, how many different wonderful places we can set up for just spending time in the garden? And um, uh, one, of the, one of the gardens we were, uh, that was in this past year's garden tour event um, they had almost a full kitchen set up in their high tower, in their high tunnel. Um, and I said, well, that looks great. Just bring me a cot and I'll be just fine right here. You know, you can spend a lot of time in your garden if you set it up just right. Kind of like you at our house. No, oh, no. I don't have- <laughs> I've never come in uninvited. So the. Um, well, you know, you're welcome at our yeah, house yeah, anytime. I was gonna say, you better say that. The. Um, but but to that point, you know, uh, make the garden a wonderful place as a separate room in your... Uh, Absolutely. There, there are plenty of ways of making the garden into a really useful place to live. Even a simple garden bench to sit That's down right. and rest on. That's what came to mind with your potting, you know. There, yeah. There's just all sorts of uh, uh, furniture. And we can talk about making it. You know, we can make furniture because it's uh, we're handy enough to do that. But also, I'm sure there... There are things that can be relegated to the garden. I keep a couple of chairs throughout my garden. Sure. You know, and, and I'll just be sitting there, and Marty will come out. She goes, what are you doing? I go, You're just sitting. I'm just sitting. Yep. I'm taking it all in. Yep. I'm thinking. Thinking. <laughs> and you've got your notebook next to you. That's right. I've got my notebook, yep. and I've got my little table. Yep. Maybe a glass of wine. Yep. Even a Coke, whatever. Sounds wonderful. Whatever. Yeah, that's, that's really neat. And it, as a result of having a garden, you can actually have lasagna in the garden. That's right. Right. If you, you work hard, you can do whatever you want. That's right. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I just got that actually as a gift from a friend of mine too, uh, that sent me a book on lasagna gardening there on how go. to set up your how, beds like lasagna to build your own soil up and how uh, yeah that I was thinking of all the the things the ingredients of a lasagna but you can you can think about and that's it in true terms and David was over at our house for lasagna just the other day that's what come to mind. <laughs> That's what came to mind. <laughs> what else you got there, David? Well, 
Um, I, I, let's let's talk a little bit about garden books that we have gotten in the past. There's a um, there's a landscape architect or landscape gardener, as she would have been called, uh, from the turn of the 19th century, called Gertrude Jekyll, J E K Y L, and uh, noted uh, arts and crafts gardener who was famous for her books that she produced, and. Um, don't try to do a garden exactly like hers uh, in Alaska, but if you want to know how to design a border garden or a, a, you know, a perennial border, there's no place else to go but Gertrude. Um, there, you know, there are things like that you could find at Amazon easily enough. Uh, and uh, there, you know, other, other uh, authors that we could probably come up with uh, with a good search on Amazon. But that goes back to finding a book of somebody who did it and not telling you how necessarily, but this is how I did it. Now you can learn from a master and apply that principle to your local conditions. Um, the, uh, your, your list of, uh, of plants that work in Alaska is wonderful, but if you know what a border should look like, you can use that as a guide on, on using our, our, our naturally occurring and our uh, you know, Alaska tough uh, shrubs to, uh, to do something that Gertrude would have done. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I know, uh, now I made one for Marty a number of years back, but I, most gardeners, I think, would love to have a harvest basket. Mm-hmm. Harvest basket is a nice under-the-tree gift. Uh, and once again, uh, and, and some of these aren't, aren't that expensive, but, but uh, one of the things, too, that I'm, I'm looking at maybe getting, my trouble is, as David knows this, we got a fairly new cat that yeah. we are, we, we got to be real careful because the cat is about a year old now and she's nuts. So she gets into everything and I'm worried about her absolutely destroying what I'm doing indoor gardening wise but one of the small hydroponic kits mm-hmm. you know like there's there's one right now at a at a site called uh, clickandgrow.com and it's perfect for growing herbs basil you know uh, some thyme and all that and it's got the little uh grow light up on top of it it's 75 dollars do you hang it somewhere no it sits on the counter no you can't eat it then yeah because cat, you know they say that if uh, it proves that the earth is round because if it was flat the cats would have pushed everything off boy that's for sure <laughs> that's so, for sure so that I, is I would sure. I wouldn't work with anything that was oh, boy hanging, you're not hanging from the ceiling <laughs> you're not kidding yeah they uh there 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 can be a, they can be a hassle you know so but yeah a, a little hydroponic t- uh, tabletop hydroponic kit out of the way and when when uh, we uh, had cats uh we we grew um uh, grass for them uh because they loved eating you know the sure uh, and so that was an easy way of sort of uh, of avoiding you know, i it may be training them badly <laughs> in terms of eating things that you're growing on the counter but they sure enjoyed that yeah and and obviously catnip we can grow we can yeah. grow catnip in this thing talk about crazy cats and we had uh, we had some catnip growing in a hanging basket on our back deck mm-hmm. in when we lived in eagle river and we found that basket one time down the driveway right with absolutely destroyed 
with a cat's collar stuck in it attached to it so <laughs> so yeah we that would have been a good time to i have wish a, i a, wish i had a video of that yeah. i'm sure that well the the cat the, the phone number for the cat and marty called the phone number and the lady said i got the cat marty goes i got the collar <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. so yeah that poor cat but uh you know and one of the things you know this is one of those things that there again you can buy one for two dollars or one for two hundred dollars depending on how much money you want to spend but i don't have one but i would love to have one of those real nice copper watering cans oh sure those are so neat it Uh, sort of fills in the gaps you know again observing your plants is is super important you can't do it on autopilot you can't say oh here's the clock set for irrigation you really need to watch things, and if you—that's uh, where hand watering comes in. Right. You can you can do what's required, and not what is, uh, you know, not just what's on schedule. Right. And you know, one of the things that uh, that I'm looking at on screen right now that I wouldn't have thought of either—that uh, a, a young girl or, or or somebody might like this—you uh, can actually get it through Etsy. You can get your birth flower necklace mm. you know so everybody's got a birth flower mm-hmm. uh for your month uh you know and they're not very expensive uh, we talked about boots earlier and you know one of the things i really think is cool uh that i like to do too is this thing we haven't really mentioned much about things for kids to get them in in right grossed in guarding and right. a couple years ago we gave our, our little uh, neighbor Tuli when she was about five mm-hmm. four uh, a little kit and it was a watering can, but then it also had soil in it. Okay. Uh, you know, you, yeah. the soil came in a bag, and then it had sunflower seed. Mm-hmm. And we planted that. She planted that, and her sunflower grew. And she thought that was the coolest thing, and she did a wonderful job growing this sunflower. How not to fail on right. your first effort. And, and what know? it teaches, what it taught mm-hmm. her, too, is we didn't want to punch holes in the bottom for the water to drain out so she could use it as a little watering can later. Right, right. You know, so one of the toughest things that I've learned with all kids whenever you're, you're planting with them is they want to water them. Sure. 10 times a day sure you know and it's it's uh, it's hard to keep them from wanting to just drown their plants well without the water draining mm-hmm. uh it would have would have killed her plant but she did she she grew a great uh, and they grow uh, stuff in their uh, garage now on a south window and and she knows how it's yeah, done yeah yeah but one of one of the things i think is cool for kids have have you seen some of those uh planters where they put two pieces of glass or plastic really close together, like an ant farm almost. Mm-hmm. Oh. You fill it with soil, and, and you then you plant the your seeds growth. in them, and you, you can see the roots yeah. grow. Yeah, yeah. You know, those, Again, a good, a good way of sort of introducing somebody to the whole exercise that we have on this planet. That's true. That's uh, true. Of growing things and, and then uh, having them build the soil. Right. But, but you know, that's a... Uh, something for the kid and, you know mm-hmm. and for little kids that goes back when we're talking about gardening tools tools that are the right size for little kid sure. hands sure can can help them too because nothing frustrates them more than not be able to handle the main tool now one of the things my little buddy harvey likes doing is uh i've i've got one of those augers that goes on the, the you hook onto your drill mm-hmm. and it's just yeah drills a hole into the soil right 
I'll give him that, and I'll show him the raised bed. And I said, have at it, have buddy. Have at it, yeah. Give and me, he goes give me a there. row. He drills a jillion holes in there. He mixes the soil up, aerates it, <laughs> and he has fun doing it. And I, I appreciate him doing it, too. It's really it's really fun to have uh, him do another, that. Another argument for making a, the garden in an outdoor room, in a room that is su- sort of supported with all the stuff that you need, um, you know, maybe not a refrigerator, but everything else. Yeah. Holy smokes, David. No, are we done yet? You know what that is. Uh-uh. Wow. It, it's the fastest hour I ever spent. I'll tell you what, it is a fast hour, isn't it? Uh, that, you folks know, is the Beatles. Octopus's Garden, that means we've only got about two m- minutes of the show left. And I hope, I hope everyone's enjoyed this. And, folks, one of the things, too, if there's anything special you'd like to hear me or when David's yep. with me, yep. uh, if you'd like to hear us talk about on the air, send us an email at growingagreenerkenai at kdll.org. And if we don't have the answer, if we don't know, we can get somebody on the show that does know to talk about these things. Yep. You know, we would, we would absolutely love to to have you how about somebody with the last name of jackson uh, yeah something like that, that. Would be good something like that you hear that brandy i mean you got <laughs> some you got some lobbying to do with your mom out there yeah uh, and, and brandy uh, you know we could have you come on here with us too you know there's a lot of our gardeners out there that are we really may, good you may be looking for a lasso so we can <laughs> <laughs> that's right so anyway folks we want to thank you for listening thank you david for coming with me that made it a lot more fun having you here to banner back and forth and uh, and uh, see a, a different opinion on what uh, on what might be a good christmas I, present I, for folks I just, I just worked for food <laughs> yeah me too and, and, and you can see i've been working a lot <laughs> well folks thanks again Take for care. listening to growing a greener Kenai. we certainly appreciate it thank you to david thank you jenny thank you sarah for that nice gift the other day uh, so this is kdll 91.9 fm Kenai and soldatna we'll see you next time <laughs>